0: welcome to no longer a teen the podcast for when life throws you in the deep end and says swim i'm your host alexandra a 20 year old college student just trying to navigate life as an adult after being a teen hello everyone and welcome back to no longer a teen i am recording outside on my porch so like hopefully It'll pick up some of the like bird sounds and just the sounds of nature because I think it's really relaxing. Hopefully, none of my neighbors walk by and like jump scare me because that'd be kind of bad. Um, and then I'd have to like stop recording and it'd just get really awkward. But anyway, welcome. So, basically, today's episode is going to be a little bit more personal for me. It's not going to be one of the deep topic episodes though. We're not, it's not that deep. Um, but today we're going to basically be talking about belonging. And your sense of belonging and the journey you take to figure out where you belong in life as a whole. And just kind of, I'm gonna be explaining talking about my specific life journey, I guess, with finding my sense of belonging, and then just kind of talking about if, you know, people in general ever really fully feel like you find a place of belonging. So my journey with belonging was kind of a rocky one. I've had social anxiety my whole entire life growing up, and I didn't actually... Oh my gosh, there is literally a bee right next to me. Okay, I'm just gonna ignore it. Anyway, so... I didn't start handling and addressing my anxiety really until not even like a year ago, so less than a year ago. So for 19 years of my life, I just kind of raw-dogged my anxiety and just let it consume me as a whole. And it was very difficult for me. It also didn't help my sense of belonging Literally, at all because I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. Growing up, like in elementary school, middle school, I was a really, really quiet, shy kid. And a lot of people that know me now would kind of be shocked by that because I come off very. Extroverted, but deep down, I am a true introvert and I was incredibly introverted. I remember going to school and I never spoke to literally anyone. I never had really any friends growing up except for like one or two really close friends. I didn't really participate in anything. I just kind of existed completely by myself every single day, especially when I was at school because I was so anxious about literally anyone that I didn't want to get out there. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to try things. So, And then I was the same way even throughout high school. I was a little bit more ambiverted, like got a little bit more out of my shell in high school, but I really didn't like anyone truly that I went to high school with, and I felt like going to high school was very mundane. For me personally, I wouldn't ever consider myself like a gifted child, but I was definitely, at least comparatively to my high school, I was like smarter than the average, but not smart enough to be in like the smart kids. So I was like above average, but below the extraordinary. So I didn't fit in with the smart kids. I didn't fit in with the not smart kids. I just kind of existed. And then because of that, it made going to school feel like such a task and such a chore for me because I had to take all these classes that I didn't enjoy. And I just thought, genuinely, I just thought it was stupid. I felt like a waste of my time. And, you know, if my parents could speak on this, they would back me up 100%. The amount of times I told my mom, like, I don't want to go to school. This is a waste of my time, blah, 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 was actually crazy. So moral of the story and basically summarizing everything I just said, I never felt like I fit in going to school or just existing in life because when you're a kid, like until you graduate high school, basically the only thing you know is going to school. You wake up every morning, you go to school, you come home, like maybe you play a sport or go to a club after school, but like school life is your entire life basically until you graduate because it's like, although it's not quote unquote forced, it's, it's socially forced. Okay. So to attend school, it just felt like such a chore for me. I really did not want to do it. So because of that, I didn't, you know, reach out to try and do extra things. I didn't reach out and try and make friends like I didn't like these people. I just talked to myself and did my own thing. And I feel like because of that and because of my anxiety, I never felt more lost in who I was as a person in like my entire life. And it really goes to show like, here's a specific example that I feel like really encompasses this. So my full name is Alexandra. And since I was little, I've gone by Allie um, because I don't know, my family just started calling me Allie and then Alexandra always felt like too formal and stuff for me. And then I went through like the same school from kindergarten to eighth grade. And it was a really, really small school. Like, I had 20 kids in my eighth grade class. And, like, I grew up with these kids. These were the only kids I ever knew. So, I feel like that definitely didn't help my sense of belonging either. But for the most part, I felt appreciated in that setting. So, I guess that was good. But when I went to high school, things kind of got like really bad for me in terms of my anxiety, in terms of like where I felt like I fit in. So, I was a freshman in high school and I decided that the name Allie felt too little kiddish. So I was like, I'm going to go by Alex. So I get to high school. You know, my name's Alexandra. So when I do attendance, it's Alexandra. And I never felt like correcting anyone. So I just was like, here, whatever. So then the friends that I grew up with and went to the same high school as me called me Allie. And then anyone that I became really close with would call me Allie. But all of my teachers would call me Alexandra or they would shorten it to Alex because that's just kind of the generic shortening of my name. And I it didn't take me long to realize I absolutely hated the name Alex. So I never addressed myself as Alex, but I'd let anyone else call me Alex. So it kind of showed me like who actually knew me and who didn't know me in high school because of what they called me. You know, if they called me Alexandra or Alex, I knew that they literally did not know me whatsoever. And if they called me Allie, then I knew that they knew me and took the time to know me. So in some ways, it was like tests to figure out if these people in my life were fake to me. You know, maybe that's not like the greatest thing I could have done. But like, I think it helped me to some degree. And so now like, after graduating high school, I, you know, I applied to a bunch of colleges. And the college I go to now actually was not my first pick at all. So the college I go to now is the only college in the state that I grew up that I applied to, and my first picks were out of state. And then I had a family like medical thing happen, which I'm not really going to go into. So I'm, not, I'm not ready to get that up personal yet. <laughs> and so that kind of changed my mindset, I guess. And I decided I needed to stay close to home. So I went to the school that was like two hours away, and it was still in state. And it, it's a really small university. It's like we have maybe 5,000 kids or less. And most of them commute. Most of them like live in the area. Most of them commute. We don't really have a lot of kids that like stay on campus, but you know, I was from two hours away. So it I couldn't really commute i had to stay on campus going to this college i think really helped my sense of belonging as a whole because like i went into college i was incredibly introverted and because it was so small all of my classes only had like 20 kids in it so my first year was really really challenging for me and it pushed me a lot to grow as an individual which i think kind of great but it took me a long time to get to where i am today My old journey, I didn't know anyone. I was from two hours away. No one else was from the city I was in, which was kind of nice because then everyone was brand new. No one knew my history. No one knew my past. I could completely start over. And it was like a really great fresh start. But I didn't really know how to get involved because this was still, you know, We're still recovering from COVID. A lot of the classes were online. We still had to wear masks. We still had to social distance. So it was really hard for me to make friends because of, you know, the circumstances, because of all the restrictions. So I went into college as a public health major. And I was a public health major for my whole first year of college. And I never liked it. I never felt like I fit in. I never felt like I belonged anywhere. Like with everything going on, it was really challenging for me To figure out who I was. Like, it almost felt like I was going through an existential crisis. I never lived on my own. I'd never been away from my family before. None of my best friends were with me. You know, when you move to college, it kind of shows you who's real and who's not because a lot of my friends from back home and from high school, we never talked again. We never spoke. So, like, I basically don't have any of my original friends I had. I was two hours away from my family. I came to this college. I didn't know anyone. Luckily, I became really close with my roommate at the time. We became really good friends. And through her, I kind of found a lot of the friends I have now. So because it's such a small school, my roommate at the time was like, I want to join a sorority. There's three sororities on campus. She was like, I want to join one. Come on, just like go talk to them with me. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to be alone. Whatever, right? I was like, I never want to join a sorority in my life. I'm super introverted. Like sorority life is not for me. I don't like these people my, I have an older sister who went to a big state school and she joined a sorority, you know, the typical like Alabama rush thing you see on TikTok. I was like, I'm not, no, like I can't even public speak. I'm not joining one of these. But I watched her go through it, like the whole thing. And she'd come back every day and tell me about all of her experiences, about all of these girls she met. And it was very refreshing. Like the type of sorority life that we have on our campus is, it's literally just a club of girls that just hang out and like do things for the community. It has literally nothing to do with the typical sorority life that you see literally anywhere. It's literally just a group of girls helping the community and having fun. And, you know, I watched her go through this and I heard all of her stories. And I was like, I was kind of getting jealous, I guess, because I was like, I really want to experience that. I really want to have experiences. You know, at this point in time, all I did was literally sit in my room, watch TV, do my homework, do my classes, and just go to bed. Like, It was horrible for my mental health. I didn't do anything. I did not have a social life at all. And so I said, you know what? Fine. So I reached out to some sororities and I met with these girls and I was like, this is kind of awesome. It seems like a great time. You know, for us, we're very community focused, very service oriented. And, you know, there's a grade requirement. So academics, they take it seriously. So I decided to join one. Coincidentally, it was not the one my roommate joined, but I joined a different one. And honestly, that completely changed my life. And I gained a sense of belonging that I had never felt before. Although it's still definitely like rocky territory, because, you know, it's a whole group of girls and things get interesting with that, was able to get so many service opportunities. I was able to get so many leadership opportunities that I never would have gotten anywhere else. And like my sorority nationals like flew me out that summer to go attend like this little conference thing about leadership with a bunch of other girls from other chapters around the country and it was such a cool experience and i was like wow like i was that was the moment that i was like i am so glad i chose to do this i'm so like it genuinely changed my life and my sense of belonging And since then, it was kind of like a home away from home. I got friends, you know, not even just in my sorority, but in the other sorority, some of my closest friends, you know, Greek life in general, you become a lot more active on campus, you meet a lot more people on campus, you know, our sorority partners with a lot of different student organizations on campus. So the network that I received from it was insane. Like, I no longer felt alone. I no longer felt like I didn't have any friends. Like, I finally felt like I was finding my footing and finding a place like, At this campus, in this world, you know, but I was still struggling because I might have gotten the social aspect, but I didn't have the academic aspect. Like I personally would say I'm a scholar at heart. I was made for like to go to school. I was made for all that stuff. But then, you know, my first year as a public health major, it was a huge struggle because I knew what I wanted to do as a career, kind of. I knew that as a career, I wanted to be able to create a positive change in the world and help people that are often misrepresented and stuff like that so like you know my thought was public health I'll help with health equity oh my gosh a bird just flew past that was crazy but so I was like I want to help these people help remove some of the health disparities you know in the world especially in the United States because it's not like super great but I was taking all these classes and I was like I hate everything I'm learning. I don't enjoy this. A lot of it was a lot more like policy reading and writing. And I just, that's not for me. I'm very hands-on. I'm very much, I need to be involved in what I'm doing. I'm, I've always been great at science and math, but this was just, this was a lot more literature than I was expecting. And it wasn't as like science and math as I thought it was going to be. And I think a lot of that was just the program we had at our school. So after my first year, I was heavily considering transferring. Um, and I was looking at a bunch of these schools and looking to transfer, but something just kept telling me like not to do it. I think a lot of it was just the fear and like the anxiety resurfacing, Um, I didn't know what to... It was the unknown. You know, like we talked about it in the last episode, it was the unknown for me. And I was not ready to face that unknown yet. And so I started looking at different majors that we had at my school. And I was like, what if I just changed my major? What if I just kind of try and figure it out? You know, so my, this year, I guess the school year, my first semester of the school year, I was... I switched my major. I was an anthropology major with a minor in biology. Um, so, you know, I took bio, I took chem, I took intro to anthro. I absolutely loved intro to anthro. I love my teacher. I loved everything. I love learning about that history, but I took bio and chem and I absolutely hated it. And I thought I loved bio and chem. So like going to this university and taking a bio and chem class and finding out I absolutely hated it was like so weird for me. I literally hated it like so much I did not excel in those classes like I did the class average but I was like for me the reason I love science is because it answers questions that I just want to know so it's like you know the why like how does the world work so science answers the how does the world work but with bio and chemistry I just felt like I was left with so many more questions than I was left with answers and that was like a huge struggle for me I just that was not the place for me so i knew i had to change my major i knew i had to get out of there so i started looking at other things and that's when i found the major that i'm currently at so i'm currently a sustainable and renewable energy technology major kind of a mouthful but the great thing is that it took me a minute to get here and now i love all the classes i've been taking i've loved all the people i've met in my classes and academically I genuinely found the place where I belong, where I fit in. It's all the science and math that I love. And it's, I'm going to be able to, you know, create a change in the community that I work in, no matter where I'm at. But the hard thing is that I really wish I was this major, you know, going into college, but my university didn't add it into our, like, the degree options until literally this year until 2021 so i couldn't have been this major going into college so it's kind of nice to know that because it helps with my sense of belonging to a degree because i'm like i struggled so hard to get here but that's the whole point of finding a place where you belong you have to struggle a little bit or you're never going to find the place where you finally fit it but you know even though like academically i found a spot that i love there's always going to be struggles that i'm going to have to overface and always going to find struggles that's going to I guess, challenge my sense of belonging because I am now a woman in a male-dominated field. I'm a woman in classes where I am the only woman, you know, so a lot of times, at least for me personally, I've had to struggle with like men talking over me, men not listening to me, men not like taking my word for it. I've had to deal with that with jobs I've had. I've had to deal with that in school. So because of that, I've kind of developed some sort of guard I come off very blunt and very assertive, which is my way of getting my voice out there and making these people listen to me, which I've been told often is not as feminine and as very masculine. And I should like sit down and be quiet and not voice my opinion, but th- that's not me. I'm someone that's going to give my opinion. I'm someone that's very assertive. And it took me a really, really long time to get here because like I said, when I was little, I was very, very introverted. And now I would say I'm fairly extroverted. Like deep down, I'm introverted. Like I like to be alone. I like to have my, you know, battery recharge time. But in social settings, I will put that first step out there. Like, I will raise my hand. I will ask those questions. It's a completely 180 from who I used to be. And I think a lot of that came because I finally found a major I liked and finally found a spot where I was content and I was okay in. Because the lot more confident you are and a lot more secure you are in yourself, a lot easier it is to get out there and to do something about it and not feel so alone. Ultimately, I, you know, in some aspects of my life, I feel like I belong. But in some aspects of my life, I don't feel like I belong. And I think that's kind of going to be the consensus for you, no matter who you are, especially at this point in our lives. Like if you're, you know, between 18 and 21, and you're going through college, like your life isn't permanent, you haven't found your spot in the world yet. So there's going to be times where you don't feel like you belong. And there's going to be times where you feel like you belong. And so you just really have to figure out how are you going to handle this feeling? How are you going to handle whether or not you feel like you belong? The first piece of advice that I have for you guys is you need to work for it. If you want to feel like you belong, this is something you have to work for it. You cannot just become complacent because. It's not going to just walk into your lap and all of a sudden you're just like, yep, I belong. This is where I fit in. You need to actively search for the places you belong. But in order to do that, you need to break down what makes you you and really figure that out and look for that in the world. You know, it might be your religion or your culture or hobbies you have or sports you participate in or, you know, your major in college or a club you're a part of. All of these little pieces is what makes you you and what makes you so unique. And I'm not saying that like, every place you find you belong is like it's going to be someone that's exactly like you because that's not going to be the case everyone's so different in the world but it's easier to figure out where you belong if it's a place a community a person that can relate to you and understand you because for some people like religion and their culture it's the biggest part of their life for some people it might be your job or your major or your sport you know so people aren't going to necessarily you're not going to necessarily find your place of belonging if you're in a community that's completely different from you because how you're always going to feel like an outsider. No matter how much you feel like you belong, to some degree, deep down, you're going to feel like you're an outsider because these people won't understand you. So you need to actively seek out what makes you you and find people that have, you know, like values or like mindset as you because that can help you at least find out what makes you feel like you belong and what doesn't make you feel like you belong. Another piece of advice is that, you know, the golden rule of the universe, you attract what you put out. So if you're open-minded and a lot more accepting of other people, you're going to attract people that are a lot more open-minded and accepting of you. But you also have to understand that, like, having a sense of belonging is an attitude. It's not a characteristic. Like my best way to explain this is my current best friend um her name is Marwa. Characteristically, we could not be so different, but I truly feel so safe and like I belong with her compared to anyone else because she's incredibly open-minded and incredibly accepting. You know, for example, she is she she's of the Muslim faith and incredibly like she practices it hardcore at least to me. I am not Muslim at all. I personally like I'm not really religious. I don't come from the same culture as her. I don't come from the same background as her. I don't come from the same family lifestyle as her. You know, we did different sports. We did different high schools. We have different experiences in life, but we found each other. We have similar majors. So I guess that kind of helped similar interests and like what we want to do and accomplish in this life. But we are characteristically so incredibly different we come from such different backgrounds but my sense of belonging when i'm with her is genuinely unmatched because she accepts me for who i am and i accept her for who she is despite our differences and that's the type of people you want to find in life because you don't have to be a hundred percent like them in order for someone to accept the way you are. But if you keep putting yourself with people who don't accept you for you, and if you create a fake version of who you are, just so you can feel like you fit in, you will never feel like you belong, because you're not being your authentic self. And when you're not being your authentic self, you're never going to find those people that truly appreciate you. And that leads me to my last piece of advice, you need to be patient with yourself and with others because if you try and rush the accepting period it's never gonna come for you you need to be so patient with yourself and understand that like people make mistakes and understand that like just because you're in this small town now or this huge big city in this small little job or like whatever circumstances you're in in life now that makes you feel like you don't belong whatsoever doesn't mean that's going to be your entire existence for the rest of your life. Just because you're in this circumstances now does not mean this is how you're going to be a year from now. But if you don't feel like you belong and you feel like you're stuck in this loop of fake people, you know, feeling like you're being faked to yourself and you don't know really who you are, then you need to take a look at your life and look around, reflect on your values, reflect on who you are as a person, and reflect on your life and your lifestyle and really take a deep breath and think about What you want. What do you want from life? What do you want to accomplish? What do you want from relationships? What do you want from friendships? Like in general, like what do you want? And if your current life is not what you want, then you need to start thinking about what can I change to get to where I'll be happy? What can I change or, you know, make motions towards in order to get to where I want to be? Because that's how you're going to feel like you belong. But the world is so diverse. The world is so different. And people are going to be trying to tear you down no matter where you go. And you just need to brush it off. Because why would you care about, like, if you don't want to trade places with that person, you shouldn't care about their opinion. And honestly, if it makes you happy and it makes you, like, enjoy your life, then that's all that matters. Because people always say that the world doesn't revolve around you. But you only see the world from your point of view. So to some degree, it should revolve around you. Your life, you should be the center of your life. Whatever makes you happy should be what drives your life. And, you know, you find your spot. You find where you belong. You find a person that just makes you a little bit more content. And you're halfway there. You're starting somewhere. And that's what's important. Honestly, some days I feel like I belong and some days I don't. And I think that's how it's going to be no matter where you are, no matter who you are. There are going to be some moments where you really, really battle with this. And so you need to take a look and figure out who you are and what you want in order to have a more content life and a more enjoyable time in your own skin. Because that's what's important. What's important is you, your mental well-being, your mental stability in all of the above. Thank you for listening. And I hope you can take something from this episode, and I hope it helps you change your mindset on life. Until next time. And with 7 billion people and the unknown around every corner, the only thing we can count on is the unknown.